Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for a blessed morning. Father, I give you all the praise this morning. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for the breath in my nostrils. Thank you for health in my body. Lord, I give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord, because this is the day that you made, the day that you have given to us. Lord, it is a day of joy. It is a day of gladness. And so, Lord, we are grateful this morning in the name of Jesus. We enter your gates this morning with thanksgiving. We enter your courts this morning with praises and declare, Lord, that you are worthy and that there is none like you. No one else, Lord, is worthy to be magnified and be glorified. Lord, because you created all things. Scripture says, Lord, you created them, our Lord, to bring praise and glory to your name. Father, we give you all the praise. Thank you, Father, because you are good. Thank you, Lord, because your mercy endures for a thousand generations to all that love and worship you. Lord, be glorified as the ancient of days, as ah, the keeper of all things, the one who keeps his word, brings them to pass. We praise your name this morning. Jesus, be glorified. Lord, as we read the word again this morning, and as we study in your presence, we ask, Lord, speak to us once again. Help us learn in your presence and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue studying together at the book of Galatians. Today we conclude Galatians by taking chapter 6. Chapter 5 yesterday, okay, essentially we looked at the fact that, look, the person or um, whose leadership you are paying attention to, the person who is animating you, okay, will eventually determine what you are seeing in your life, okay? And so we looked at the fruits of the Spirit. We also saw some of the fruits of of the sinful nature, of, of the human nature of the flesh, if you want to call it. In fact, some version call, calls it the old man. <laughs> All right, so Paul is going to tell us as he concludes in chapter 6 that, look, just understand whoever you consistently sow your seed you lead because i i got a question okay from someone who was wondering pastor i noticed so why um i can see the fruit of the spirit okay in my life there's one or two that are not there and at the same time i can see one or two of 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 the sinful nature's fruits is also in my life what is going on am i being led at the same time <laughs> by both of them okay. the bible says walk in the spirit yes i like the way the nkgv puts it and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh 
Okay, so that's what Paul addresses in chapter 6. Whoever you, you continue to sow, wherever you continue to sow, the person you continue to pay attention to will determine the fruits you will harvest. Okay, so that's, that's, that's where the answer will come to that question. Continue to pay attention to, to leaning towards the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, um, it's only a matter of time. Uh, the fruits of the of the sinful nature will give way in your life. All right, so we read chapter six today. Please get your Bibles. Paul says, "We harvest what we plant." Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path, and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Okay. So the word godly used there, um, I think it's the NIV that uses the word mature. Those of you who are mature, okay, should gently on and humbly help that person back onto the right path. Okay, so this is where I think we are failing as, okay, oftentimes, as we help one another in, in church, in the Christian body we fail to realize that because you became born again does not mean the sinful nature is going to leave you alone does not mean the sinful nature will not seek to want to animate you okay that all of us are going through that okay so you might have one or two people who pretend that they are always they are always fine but that is not true okay the sinful nature will always seek to animate us Okay, the Holy Spirit wants to completely have his way 100% in our lives. And until the day when we will stand before Jesus, we will not be 100% perfect. We will not be like him. It's on that day that we will be as perfect as, as he is. So Paul says here that, look, if another believer is overcome by sin, overcome by sin, not that they are swimming in sin, or they are intention, ten, intentionally committing sin. He addressed that already in the Corinthian church. Throw that person out, okay? In fact, excommunicate that person the way, the way other version puts it. If a believer is overcome by sin, okay? The solution is not just to condemn the person because he addressed the place of godly sorrow in, in to the Corinthian church, okay? But those of us who are godly, those of us who are mature should gently and humbly okay restore that person realizing ourselves that we are standing by the grace of god okay so we ourselves that are trying to help this person we are standing by the grace of god we might have we might maybe um be fine in the area where this person is struggling but this same person that is struggling might be fine in an area where we are struggling okay so uh, we have to gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path, especially when the person, you know, is humble, humble before God. The Bible says, be careful not to fall into the same temptations, temptation yourself. It says, share, share each other's burden. Did you see that? That is what we are supposed to do. We are not so literally, you know, someone wants shared with us that christianity is the only the only uh institution or the only uh setting where where people eat up their their injured okay we 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 literally 
put to death those who are injured if you see an army fighting when people are injured the the uh the american army for example says they don't leave anybody behind okay so even when someone is dead they must take the dead body i think the idf yes the israeli defense force forces has that same um motto they don't leave anybody behind not to not talk about even they're they're injured they will take everybody paul says share each other's burden in this way obey the law of christ okay so christianity is not the place to tear one another apart it's not the place to lord it over one another oh because someone has made a mistake oh yes i am the one who is righteous okay ah you are going on on five years suspension you know that's fine i and i hope the holy spirit is one leading you to uh, to impose such suspension because you yourself you will give account okay so it must be done gently and you know in in, in humility share each other's burden in this way obey the law of christ we must be able to support one another strengthen one another so that we don't we don't lose our injured we don't lose those who who mistakenly fall, fall into sin we don't even lose those who are struggling with sin we are able to help each other until we become strong three says if you think you are too important to help someone you are only fooling yourself you are not that important wow <laughs> and that version says if you think that you are standing you think you are standing by yourself uh you will you will soon find find out that it is by the grace of god that you are standing uh, by pastor once shared pastor sam once shared this with us told us look that he, re, he realized that galatians 6 verse 3 was so important you know in his in his own leadership okay so it teaches this okay in leadership with people that you are only standing by the grace of god yes the grace of god is the reason why you are standing and that he had learned by experience that whenever he encountered people who who have this arrogance and think you know they can just talk down at others you know because they are they are fine you know, he said he has just noticed it that God just withdraws their grace, his grace from them. And then that same person that you you, uh, you thought you were anointed, right? You thought you were all set. That same person falls into, into the same thing that they have been condemning. Remember, we all stand by the grace of God. Paul says that look, you are not so you are not too important to help someone. You are only fooling yourself if you think, oh, I am all set, I am all good. Four says, pay attention, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourselves to another, to anyone else. Pay attention to your own work. Pay attention to your own race. He will share with us, you know, in another epistle he writes, I think it's the Philippian church, you know, run your own race. There is your own assignment. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to, to the, so that that day when God, you know, is going to look at your works, what you will get is that satisfaction. God telling you, well done, that good, thou good and faithful servant. Pay attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to one another. 
he told us in the to, he told the Corinthian church those who compare themselves with themselves they are just simply fools we are different and we are unique in our in our own way five for we are each responsible for our own conduct did you hear that we are each responsible for our own conduct okay so for those of us who want to help others we must be mature okay we must be humble we must be gentle okay teach them to to be responsible responsible for their conduct someone makes a mistake teach them to take responsibility and you know and grow and overcome overcome such mistakes in the future verse 6 those who are taught the word of god should provide for their teachers sharing all good things with them (laughs) hey i hope some people will come and read this one those who are taught the word of god does anyone share the word of god with you anyone you know constantly you know is teaching you the word of god is helping you grow in your faith Paul share says share all good things with them they are laboring you know uh in their own way and okay don't let them become discouraged says don't be misled you cannot mock the justice of god you will always harvest what you plant okay so oftentimes most people connect verse 7 to verse 6 and it makes sense right because he just told us that look those who teach you the word of god share all good things with them don't deceive yourself okay god cannot be mocked what you sow is what you reap however why that is true seven is more connected to eight okay verse seven is more connected to verse eight those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature okay that is the harvest the harvest he is talking about you will always harvest you will always harvest what you plant so those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death and death from that sinful nature and usually you can tell who you who you are where you are sowing your seeds if you have planted mango seeds okay you look at your feed all you are seeing is mango is mango is mango you know that you planted mango seeds okay you look at your field okay it's mango seeds you planted now you are seeing corn where did this corn come from that is the question you'll be asking okay maybe one day somebody mistakenly dropped it it's it's seed somewhere mistakenly okay you know that it this shouldn't this shouldn't be there okay so you are able to uproot it and then you move on with your life that is how the christian work should be it should look like this is not supposed to be here paul says those who live only to satisfy their their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature but those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit live to please the holy spirit when you want to take any steps you are about to do anything ask yourself how does this sound to the holy spirit in fact you can even ask him holy spirit should i do this holy spirit should i do this should i not do it and i'm telling you the holy spirit will respond it will answer you is this okay should i do this or should i not it is but those who live they live you know habitually 
to please the spirit will harvest everlasting everlasting life from the spirit he says so let us let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up so so my sister that asked that question that's that's the response okay are there particular fruits you are not seeing you know in in your life yet okay maybe you realize that look you are still you're still struggling with anger and that's fine that's perfectly fine that does not mean that you don't have the holy spirit in your life or you are not following the the holy spirit paul says there is the place of persistence okay persistency he says do let us not get tired of doing what is good continue following the spirit sister continue following the spirit at just the right time you will reap the harvest you will see that that other um fruit of the flesh or the sinful nature that is showing in your life will be uprooted it will be gone and then that uh, fruit of the spirit that you are not seeing self-control you mentioned i'm telling you will begin you you will begin to bear fruit in that area don't get tired God bless you. Father, we say thank you. He says, uh, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Then, therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Hallelujah. All right, so Paul's final advice. 11. Notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own writing. Large letter, is it in its handwriting or is it in the volume? I think it's the volume of the la- the volume of the letter he is talking about. Notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. So this like I said, the Galatian, uh, the epistle to the Galatian is the one epistle that there is no mistake. Paul wrote this by with his own handwriting. Okay, it says those who are trying to force you to be circumcised want to look good to others, and I'm telling you, there are people like that. They just want to make it look like they are doing something. They want to make it look like they are so spiritual, and oftentimes the Holy Spirit. Is not the one telling them to do the things they are doing. Paul says to these Galatian people, the Galatian believers, those who are trying to tell you to be circumcised first, before you can claim that you are a Christian, they no, they are doing it just because they want to look good. It says they don't want to be persecuted for teaching that the cross of Christ alone can save. Listen this morning, only the cross of Christ can save. I know that look, it's much easier in a country like us especially in a setting like us but during this period when you know uh, the christian christianity was just starting out and there was a strong influence of judaism okay uh it wasn't it wasn't this easy paul says that i know that there are some who are compromising who stand between the line okay teaching that look the cross of christ alone is not enough you have to you have to be circumcised okay when you are circumcised at least the jews too will accept you paul says nonsense only the cross of jesus that's all you need only the cross of jesus 13 says and even those who advocate circumcisions don't keep the old law themselves they only want you to be circumcised so they can boast about it and claim you as their disciples sadly sadly anyway verse 14 says as for me May I never boast about anything except the cross, the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
because of that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified and the world's interest in me has also died. I'm telling you, when you lay everything at the cross and realize that you are crucified with Christ, okay, Jesus literally took you to the cross and died there. Eh? So your struggles died on that cross. That sinful nature, that habit died on that cross. Okay, It's just that dawning on that needs to come upon you. Paul says, look, the only thing I want to boast about oh, is the cross of Jesus. I died there on that day when Jesus died. Okay, And because of what happened on that day, my interest in this world has been crucified. Okay, and my struggles in this world has been crucified. And the worst interest in me, I don't care whether they, you know, they praise me or the people, people call me a super apostle. I don't care about that. Okay, all I care about is that the, the gospel is preached. 15, it doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. Are you being transformed like i said okay we go from glory to glory we are transformed we are changed as we behold his glory are you being transformed to a new creation or you are exactly the way you were the day you became born again okay if you are st- if, you, if you, st- you are still like that something something is wrong something is wrong paul says it doesn't matter whether we have been circumcised or not what counts is whether we have been transformed into the new creation that Jesus we are more what counts is that we are more like Jesus that makes it as simple as ABC what counts is that we are more like Jesus may God's peace and mercy be upon upon all who live by this principle they are the new people of God okay the new people of God are those who want to be like Jesus I love this book by by Billy Akomi, Becoming Becoming Like Christ. Wow, wonderful book. Okay, so get it and read it. Okay, the new people of God are those who they are not they are not so um, hung up on circumcision or the law. We must do this. Thou shall not do this. Thou shall not do that. No, 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 no. They are hung up on the law of Christ. They are hung up on the law of love. And they want to become more and more like Jesus. Hallelujah. 17. It says, from now on, don't let anyone trouble me with these things. For I bear on my body the scars that show I belong I belong to Jesus. And I'm telling you, Paul bared in his body physical scars so, Yes, he had been beaten several times, stoned to death, you know, once, you know, shipwrecked, and all manner of things happened to him. Paul says, let no one trouble me, okay? Let no one trouble me about it. Disturb, disturb me about this, about these laws that I know that do not work. You are just keeping this, you are just saying that you do this, you do this, you do this because you want to look good. We all know that you don't keep the full law. Hallelujah. Final verse 18. Dear brothers and sisters, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. That's how Paul ends all his letters. He ends it with the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. So as we leave this morning, as we go from here, okay, let's remember that this is a work of faith. It is a work of of grace 
Okay? It's a journey. Walk in the spirit. You will not fulfill the loss of the flesh. We don't become perfect the day we become born again. There is no one they can be pretending to you. They are not perfect. We don't become perfect the day we became born again. We are on this walk. We are on this journey together. We must hold each other up. We must support each other's burden. So that on that day, all of us will rejoice. What will it be that you are standing on that day rejoicing? Father, I thank you. I made it. And everyone else in your family, you know, uh, is lost. Is lost to the world. That would not be a good, it would not be a good testimony. Okay? So we must support one another. And Paul says those who do this are usually those who are mature. Yes, grow in your faith, grow in maturity. Why you don't tolerate sin? Uh, it's remember it's your responsibility to help your brother to continue to pay attention, lean towards the Holy Spirit as they uproot are the desires of the sinful nature from their lives. My prayer for you this morning is that God will help each one of us to do this in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to pray this morning as we go. Lord, help me to continue to follow the leading of your spirit. Yes, let's make that our prayer this morning. Help me to be, continue to follow the leading of your spirit. Holy Spirit, I want to follow you. Holy Spirit, I want to, I want, I want to follow the, the the leaning as you 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 guide me each day as you point me in the right direction holy spirit help me to follow your leading in the mighty name of jesus i will no longer give in to my sinful nature i will no longer give in to the old man i will no longer give in to the flesh but holy spirit i make a commitment to follow you this morning in the mighty name of jesus holy spirit we also make a commitment this morning to support one another to help one another lord those of us that are mature we hold up those who are struggling so that all of us will make it in the mighty name of jesus i pray for everyone this morning lord strengthen our faith help us stand strong in you on that day lord let what we will hear be welcome thou good and faithful servant i pray that is our testimony in the mighty name of jesus father we thank you in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day